right, we're back. We're back. We are back. It had been a while. Yeah. And uh, we're in a new location. A new space. New space. And uh, still not done yet, but this is our new downtown offices. We are downtown. And uh, it's a cool space, it and is we're cool. looking forward to doing more of our podcasts here. Mm-hmm. So, welcome to Space Between Words podcast. We hope you have been enjoying uh, what you've been listening to, talking different topics. And the heart has always been let's just get in between thoughts and ideas and concepts and unpack them. And uh, definitely excited about today's talk, yeah, uh, chat, um, argument. We're we going into culture. Um, yes, we're going to go there. But uh, first of all, first of all, Shana, how are you doing? I'm uh, good. You've been busy. You've been traveling a bit. I've been traveling a lot. Yeah. And uh, what have you been traveling to? Uh, different dance conventions. I've been teaching different places and traveling all over the United States. And it's been incredible. And to see, I feel like the kids, the youth of America are like starting to slowly come out from COVID and mm-hmm. you start to see the hope come back in their eyes. And yeah. it's really encouraging. <laughs> and you've been in uh, mostly in the Midwest, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. All around the Midwest. All around. And you were just in Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> I've never been there before. And you, you had a unique um you saw a part of you saw Omaha that you didn't know existed. I uh, didn't. Can you just sum that up for us? Yeah, it was it was interesting. I'm trying to support if people are listening to Omaha from Omaha. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh, there was a lot of witchcraft, a lot of New Age. Uh, it was it was not what I expected. It's a highly spiritual, environment. highly spiritual environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was not expecting that. I was expecting. I know this sounds really bad of me, but I was expecting corn. And I mean, you got the corn huskers, right? That's what their their team is, and that's what I was expecting, not what I walked into. So is is a very interesting experience. Isn't it wild? I mean, it's uh, our own perspectives, you know, on what we think about certain cities and regions. Then you go there, and it's like. I was so off. I was so off. So I think that's kind of the fun part of traveling. You yeah. Know, you get to see you get to see more of what actually is existing. Yeah, but I went to mm-hmm. Omaha, Nebraska, and you went to Australia. So I don't think that's fair. <laughs> I did. I went to Sydney, and uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. It helps uh, when we got upgraded there and back. So the trip was nice, oh. life flats. Yeah, it was, it was nice. But Sydney's beautiful. Had an amazing time. I yeah. mean, we stayed. We did a conference there, and then we stayed a couple extra days downtown Sydney. A hotel overlooked the harbor, the opera house, the harbor That's bridge. Rough. It was tough. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd wake up every morning, watch the sunrise over the Atlantic. Yeah. And uh, with a cup of coffee, it was pretty special. Yeah, so. you, um, you and Candace made a video for our church that we yes. played while you were gone. With the opera house in the With background. the opera house in the back. And I was like, my heart was a little jealous every time you, you played it. We just want to inspire people to travel. Yeah, yeah. That's what that was. People. So when we when we, we did this conference, had an amazing time. We were really great friends there. And then they we went downtown Sydney and stayed for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. We get to the hotel, and we're just like, we just want to walk. Wow. And so Candace and I went down to this little market, the Sunday market called The Rocks, the Market of the Rocks or something. And we're like, what do we, I'm going to get a cup of coffee. And we wanted, I'm, I'm, I want some bread. We love bread. So we find these little tents and markets, and there's somebody who's they're selling artisan bread, and it was sourdough loaves. And there was a multi-grain sourdough loaf. So Candace and I literally bought a whole loaf, and we walked around the city for two or three hours, just ripping chunks of bread. Wow. Eating. I had a cup of coffee, and I thought, this is life. This is life. Enjoying with my wife of 26 years, Dang. eating fresh sourdough bread, drinking a cup of coffee, walking one of the most epic, iconic cities in the world. And I'm like, this is fun. This is fun. Yeah. So Sounds way better than Omaha, but it's fine. 
Yeah, but Omaha, there's a lot of good people in Omaha. There are. It was actually incredible. And uh, you're going on these trips coming back and just raving about just some amazing people in all these different cities. Yeah. And, and uh, Omaha, even though it's highly spiritual, yeah. some amazing people there. It was cool. Yeah, yeah, the talent was really good. So if you're from Omaha, we, we love, love you. <laughs> we, we do. We yes. sincerely love you. Yeah. And uh, awesome what's happening in your city. I know. And, um, yeah, pray that you guys uh, get to step in more of what you're designed to be. Yeah, I so. agree. So what are we talking about today, Shana? What, where are we going to go? Man, so uh, <laughs> I found out that you bought tickets to go see Taylor Swift. I did. <laughs> I did. Um, I did. Yep. Tell us about that. I can tell uh, that's a struggle for you. It is a struggle for me a little bit. Why is it a struggle for you? We're, we're going to get there. I think we're going to get there because I don't want to just like full-blown go in yet. You want to warm up to We it. need to warm up a little bit. But... Um, She's making the most money yeah. out of any tour ever. And you've contributed to that. It's amazing. <laughs> now, you've contributed too. Yeah. How? We won't go we there. We won't go there. We it's fine. There. Okay. Anyways, yeah. So, are you a Swifty? No, I'm not. I wouldn't consider myself a Swifty. <laughs> okay. Um, but you are going to make a shirt. I might do a shirt. Okay. I might do a shirt that said, Dad of a Swifty. That's cool. There's a lot of people. And some that. people think that's a cop out. But uh, I was talking to someone earlier mm-hmm. on the team okay. who's sitting right over there. Yes. And she asked me, do you love Taylor Swift? And I said, I love Coldplay. Yeah. I like Taylor Swift. Okay. So I wouldn't put it in the, man, this is music that I'm dying to listen to or like, oh my gosh. It's not on your Spotify you know, Coldplay, top list. Coldplay, U2. Okay. You know, those, those kind of bands and that. And there's other ones I won't bring up now. But so I, I think I'm, I'm fascinated with Taylor Swift. You're fascinated by I'm her. I'm fascinated because it's a massive cultural moment we're in right now. Whether we like it or not, it's a whole nother. We might go there. We might go there. But um, so, no, I'm not a Swifty. I'm a dad of a Swifty. You're a dad of a Swifty. I'm a dad of a Swifty. That, that's clear. Okay. And so my, one of my daughters wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we're like, let's go. Let's do this thing. Wow. And one of the best experiences I've ever had from a concert was Coldplay, Head Full of Dreams Tour in San Francisco mm-hmm. a couple of few years ago. It was Unreal, unreal experience. So uh, I love these Coldplay. big moments. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, this is right happening in culture right now. I kind of want to go see it and see what it's like. So, yeah. So we're, uh, yes, we do have tickets. Okay. All right. So, I mean, she is changing <clears throat> the world around her. I can admit to that. Like, you know, we see her, she's changing NFL. I mean, there's m- more women watching NFL than ever before. Now, did you hear about the... Um, one of the proposed reasons why she went to the New York Jets game? The conspiracy. The conspiracy. If you, it's really interesting. So if you haven't heard this, for those that are listening, so if you look up Taylor Swift and Jets before she went to the New York Jets game, it would pull up so many different articles and sources about how much of a carbon footprint she is leaving because of how much she uses her private plane. Yes. So really bad press, bad publicity. you got all this, you know... People are just, they, they don't like her because of how much she uses a private jet. So she went to the New York Jets game because apparently she's dating the guy on the Kansas City Chiefs. And now when you Google Taylor Swift and Jets, you no longer find the articles. You have to like go way down and scroll through Google to find those old articles of how much they hate her or people don't like her from flying jets or wow. on private plane. Now all you, your Google searches pull up her attending a Jets game. So if that was intentional, that's pretty brilliant. That's genius. That is, it is a genius. brilliant PR move. So. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So I just have to say, like, 
um, this is all subjective. I understand this is my opinion. <laughs> but I don't understand the Taylor Swift phenomenon that is happening. Yeah, what I, part don't you understand? I'm, I'm going to go there. Go uh, I think that it is the music that I don't understand. Okay. The fact that there are so many people that say she's a genius and they love her music. Mm -hmm. And I think to myself, uh, I don't understand that. <laughs> so would you say you don't think it's a genius? <clears throat> you think it's something else? Yeah, I think I can agree that she's a good storyteller. Mm -hmm. But I don't... I don't understand how, like, I think music has changed, mm -hmm. and I think pop music has changed, mm -hmm. and I think a lot of it sounds the same, mm -hmm. and so I guess I'm confused of why everyone is so about Taylor Swift, because when I listen to her music, and again, I understand this is my opinion, but when I listen to her music, I'm like, it sounds like everything else, so... But yet, it's clearly risen to the top of the pile. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. That's what you don't understand. That's, that's my confusion. Do you have any uh, assumptions or guesses? I do. <laughs> what are they? I want to hear this. Uh, I think she sold her soul. No. Um, <laughs> okay, we're going there. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I think it's, she's, she's definitely hung out and made herself relatable to a generation. Mm -hmm. And so I get that. Mm -hmm. What is hard for me is that I don't feel like she should be put up with the greats. I'm gonna go, and I know that I shouldn't say that I agree with Kanye West whenever he came up, but when she's up in front of Best Album with someone like Beyonce, mm -hmm. who is clearly different and iconic and, and I see has paved different waves, mm -hmm. I, that's where my confusion is. What is it? Is the power of relatability so important that she overshadows someone like Beyonce? That is mind-blowing to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, here are some thoughts I have. Okay. Um, I, I am not going to defend... Uh, this, these are my thoughts. So when you talk <laughs> about... You have to, the, the thing that we have to remember is they're the cultural context right now. Yes. And the people that are the most successful and understand the nuance of a cultural context, we, we usually become very successful. They understand the, the heartbeat, whether it's good or bad, it's a whole nother conversation. Okay. So what I'm saying, what you're saying, we're not here to defend and say what she's doing good or bad. Yeah. It's just the, the idea, the more the facts side of things. So I think the thing, when you look at these different icons, the reason, one of the reasons why I think they become icons is because they, they, the convergence of the time and the culture, like a, a perfect moment. They, they said the right thing or wrote the right thing or sang the right thing at the right time yeah. that resonate with the culture. The culture. So the state of the culture is a whole nother conversation. Yes. So did it mean the culture is healthy and great? I, I wouldn't even imply that, but the culture is what it is. Okay. And you have an artist like Taylor Swift coming along, who for now, for years, keeps hitting the right spot, if you will. Yeah. She keeps uh, cheesy saying, but scratches the itch. Yeah. I mean, she just hits it and, like, and it resonates. And whether we like it or not, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. But to understand it, I think for me, I understand the fact that she's hitting, she's hitting the nerve. She's, it's resonating with so many people. Uh, Beyonce the same way, Kanye or Ye, whatever, yeah. whatever yeah, we yeah. want to call him right now. I mean, you got all these people, they just hit the spot. Yeah. And sometimes you find artists that are the best at what they do. Mm -hmm. And what we would say, now that's true art. Yeah. But it's almost like they were born at the wrong time. Mm. Or they, they, they didn't have access 
for it to resonate. So that's that's the other side of this industry, which I'm not an expert in by any means, but it's also like, you know, let's go to our world. uh, Let's go to the Christian world. I think one of the reasons why John Mark Comer is such a influential voice today because he wrote a book that was the right time Mm -hmm. and where culture was at, specifically in the Christian community. Yeah. If he would have wrote that book 50 years ago, we may have never heard about it. Yeah. So I think there is a convergence of time. So back to Taylor Swift. I think she is really good at going, where's culture at? Yeah. And now now she's probably, if not, probably not debatable, she's probably creating the culture. Uh, and the, and whether we like it or not, but, it's, but that's what's happening. So I understand why she's successful. I'm, it's not a surprise at all to me. What? It's just, we, we don't, you may not like it, but, to, but you have to go, okay, I understand it. So I think the difference between understanding and appreciating it or liking it. I guess that's where I will say that I, I don't necessarily like it, but I also don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Because when I – it makes sense to my brain when you talk about the icons of music and you see how much they've shifted something and that they'll be remembered by. Mm-hmm. and then But then you look at her and I'm like <clears> – <throat> what would she be remembered by besides making money? Like, and I mean, like, what is it? Cause she's just like, she's done so well at being the girl next door, but forgettable for me. What do you mean by girl next door? Like she's like your best friend. Yeah. She's made it to where she, you're like, Oh, it's Taylor Swift. She's Mm -hmm. my bestie. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, so everybody follows her, but I'm like, what is she actually contributing to culture to inspire you to do something great instead of just hang out? So your question is, what will she be remembered for? Yeah, or like, you know, if you go to the concert, like I've been to concerts, you know, when you see somebody and you're like, oh my gosh, like this is inspiring me to go create something completely different and push me out of the box. Mm-hmm. Do I feel that when I see Taylor Swift? Personally, no. <laughs> I think you have so many hurdles, yes. so many filters, but it wouldn't surprise me if you went. Now, I've not been to one, yeah, so I, I no, can't, neither. but based yeah. on what I'm looking at, yes. um, I bet by the end of the concert, you'd be like, wow, you'd be surprised at the mark she left on you. Interesting. Or her team. Uh, I think it would be so hard to sit there for three and a half, four hours and be so resistant to like, so I think, so what, do, what, how, why do we remember people? Yeah. It's how they made us feel. Mm-hmm. It's the experience. Yeah. So w- this conversation, we're going to remember it for a long time because we're making each other feel a certain, certain way. way. And, yeah. and, you know, we, in our preamble, before we turn record button, yeah, we got was, into it. it. Yeah, we and did. like, we're going to remember that. Why? Because yeah. you made me feel a certain way and vice versa yeah. and, you know, whatever. So I think the, the what will she be remembered for? Millions, if not hundreds of millions of people would say she made me feel this way. Yeah. Whether I went to a concert or when I listen to her music, it makes sense to me. It yeah. resonates with me for whatever. Breakups and you pick whatever song you want to pick up or, you know, I pick Bad Blood. Yeah, I, I've had that experience. So she, she is so good, good at, at speaking and making people feel seen, heard, and understood. Yeah. She I get is, it. I get that. Part. I would say she is brilliant at that. Whether we like it or not. No, I know. I know. So understanding why Taylor Swift, the Taylor Swift effect is happening, it's, it's so clear to me. It's like it's because she is making hundreds of million people be seen, heard, and understood 
she gets it. Now, whether it's authentic or not, that's a whole nother conversation. Yes. But people are walking away going, she's the girl next door. She gets me. And it's clear. So that, and, and she's getting older. So now she's writing. Now she's, so the, a generation grown up with her. Yes. But she's also cross, she's also cross generational now, in my opinion, on some level. Yeah. So, so she's resonating with a generation of people. So it's so easy, for me, it's easy to understand why she is wildly successful. You pick other artists and they don't resonate. It's like, okay, great music, great song. I'll play it and listen to it, but I'm not on repeat. Yeah. Because it's not resonating. Are you on repeat when you listen to Taylor Swift? No, <laughs> not on repeat. But I'm trying to get familiar with the songs. I don't want to so go to concert and go, what, am I li- what, what is yeah. she saying? Yeah. So, and I'm a word guy. You know this. I mean, we talk about new language. I yeah. love words. And so I actually read a lot of song lyrics from different artists. Yeah. I love how they structure words because music forces you to structure sentences very differently. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of abstract creativity in that. So I find joy in listening to songs and music. Cause I, oh, that was a really interesting line they used. I think that's probably yeah. it for me because I'm a mover. So music that is like actual instruments that have that haven't been so synthesized and produced Mm -hmm. that's what actually gets into my soul and makes me move Mm. so yeah and then you listen to her and and her music is so definitely pop culture synthesized and so she might have great lyrics Mm -hmm. but for me as a mover like her songs and i'm not saying all of them but a lot of her songs sound the same or are produced the same way Mm -hmm. and so we are saying we're spending lots of money because she can talk or speak obviously singing but she can Mm -hmm. articulate through her songs Mm -hmm. something that we are missing as a culture or want to be related to but is it her music that's inspiring me more like Musicality wise. Yeah, that I'm not a mu- I'm not a mu- I'm not a musical expert. Yeah. I can play some instruments, but I definitely am not someone to say the musicality from what I've gathered. Yeah. Uh, people say she that's not what she's gonna be remembered for. Yeah. But she will be remembered. And that's what people have a hard time. Why why I'm like, guys, I mean, forget how fake and real she is according to our own perspective. She is I'll put in she is this she is Don't say it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say it. So, no! Michael Jackson Don't do and it. Taylor Swift. Oh, God. Okay, let me be very clear. Am I saying on the same category? No, but I'm saying you can't deny the fact that Taylor Swift is having a massive impact and it's still yet to be seen. It's still yet to be seen. And that, that is true. But to say she's nowhere near Michael Jackson, I think that is, that is still up for discussion oh, gosh. and debate. Oh, gosh. Okay, but here's the thing. But Michael Jackson resonates with you because? Because he's iconic Mm -hmm. and he will be remembered for things like, I mean, we still use Thriller today. It's October, right? Mm -hmm. So Thriller is still the number one played song like in Halloween. And he he pushed the boundaries Mm -hmm. and that's what made his art genius. Mm -hmm. He pushed the boundaries in music. He Mm -hmm. pushed the boundaries in lyrics and he pushed the boundaries in even movement, Mm -hmm. creating movement that's still done today Mm -hmm. in the dance world. So I guess my point is, is why would she be remembered? Because the girl next door might, hold on, let me say this. My friend next door to me might be remembered by me because, hey, she related to me. We had some good conversations, right? My bestie will be remembered by me. Mm -hmm. But as a mass, like, did she impact music culture? 
gosh, to say that she's like on the same line as Michael Jackson, I don't think you could say that. I could. I think it's safe to say we don't know yet. Oh, come on. No, you. I know you don't want that. Yeah, I don't. Uh, you definitely don't want Taylor Swift to be anywhere near the Michael Jackson category. No. And I'm not here today saying I think she should be. I'm yeah. saying it's too early to tell. And it's a little naive, in my opinion, to go, she's nowhere near it. I'm like, guys, it's, she is clearly, clearly capturing generations of people for long periods of time. And this tour, it's only elevating it. Yeah, I know, but I feel like we're getting into globalization as far as our brains. Talk about someone born at the right time, at the right place, and she, she is the epitome of that. Yeah, but listening, like, are we, that's my thought, are we clones? Are we becoming like this globalization? We're watching all the same stuff, we're listening mm -hmm. to all the same music, so that is why she came on the scene, and she's genius in her PR and how she does things, and so we're like, yes. This is what we consider good music. Or if we pulled back and we actually looked at it and listened to it, I mean, like, there's all these articles from people like from Berkeley and, and you know, musicians mm -hmm. that say, hey, musically, her music isn't that great, mm -hmm. but lyricist, that's where she shines, her storytelling. And I'm like, okay, great, but we're going to let someone, I don't know. We're gonna let someone. We're gonna let someone make an impact on our on our music culture because they can write well. I don't know. What's wrong with that? I don't. I don't. I, I don't understand. Why is that such a struggle Because the musicality tends to like. I, I feel like, okay, when people listen to jazz, like it it triggers the brain, or even like mm -hmm. you know classical music. They mm -hmm. say like if you listen to it, it helps you know your learning ability and help you like you know it triggers your brain to actually activate and think mm -hmm. about different aspects. Totally. The way that we create music now mm -hmm. is like it almost makes it to where your brain doesn't even recognize mm -hmm. and have to think about what we're listening to. Mm -hmm. So that's where it scares me a little bit. Like, are we becoming like music zombies mm -hmm. a little bit and say like, yes, Taylor Swift is it. Does that so make sense? So back to the original question. What is she going to be remembered by? Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's clear storytelling. Okay. Her ability to write songs that just resonate. Is that zombie? I don't know. I mean, that's a whole nother conversation. Is she going to be remembered as music skill and all that? Probably not. Yeah. She'll be remembered for the ability to write stories that simply resonate with millions, hundreds of millions of people. Yeah. Um, there are certain topics. I mean, for example, I know if I preached on pain every weekend, mm -hmm. it would resonate with so many people. Why? Because so many people are in pain. Interesting. So I could talk about pain, I could talk about emotional health, psychological health, I can talk about all that and pain, so much pain and pain and pain. You know, you get online and you look at all, uh, so social media and you look at all the different communicators, they talk about pain all the time. Why? Because it sells. Yeah. Ooh. It sells and, and the reality of the world is in a ton of pain, so it resonates. Yeah. So if you want to be successful, one way to be successful is talk about pain. Talk about pain all day. Dang. I am just not wired to talk about pain <laughs> all the time. Yeah. I'm like, I want to create a future. I want to create a future that's beautiful, that's great. And so, but I know if I switch gears and say, no, I'm going to talk about pain 90% of the time, it will definitely resonate and it will, it will go places. Yeah. I just, that's just not the lane I want to run in. Okay. So, so for me, there's also a reality of the way a culture is at where people are at. There's also all those dynamics. Yeah. I get that. So she will be, she will be remembered. She will, whether you want to, she'll be remembered. Okay. This is my question since it's, it's October. 
October. Right? Is that where we're at? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I'm like, what's the question? I know we've been October traveling. Question. So you go to a Halloween store mm-hmm. and you can buy a Michael Jackson costume. What would Taylor Swift be? <laughs> you're using one. You're using one holiday. I'm just saying. To say that Michael Jackson is so much better than someone saying, else. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like iconically, like you That's know, you one put the glove on. That's yeah, one day a year. He, yeah, but and what how would many it, people what, are wearing bejeweled uh, outfits and you know, I don't know, friendship bracelets every day of every year. I'd like to think that the church started that one. With the That's w- fine. That's WWJD. Fine. I'm just saying, I'm just <laughs> but some of the trademark of Taylor Swift is trumping one day a year for Michael Jackson. Okay. So sparkle glitter. I just, yeah, I just, yeah. So the globalization thing, we got to talk about that. Because okay. is there a globalization happening? It's clear today. We're yeah. all influenced by that. To say yes. we're not influenced by that, it, it's just not accurate. Yes, we're being, and that's the whole idea of quantum entanglement. Particles influence and affect each other. That's happening on a mass scale now. Yeah. And so I think some of the things that people said about Taylor Swift that I'm like, okay, hold on. She's not authentic. Mm-hmm. She is a cultural chameleon. She changes and changes and changes and changes. And I said, okay, let, let's unpack that a little bit. Yeah. Um, she's easy to pick on for one because she's front and center stage. But all of us in some way or another have evolved over time. I agree. And so why can't why can't we just respect that alone? I think it's because we don't like it. Yeah. That that's not a valid enough reason to downplay what she'll be remembered for. Yeah. And that that's the challenge I would have as an artist, as, as she's an artist. I would say, "Hold on, because I don't like her music. I don't like pop or whatever. Pick yeah. all the reasons like you have to at least respect like Oh, she is she is capturing a generation of people. I respect and her. She, yeah. No, you don't. I, no, you I don't do. Respect I do. Her. I respect the fact that she's made something out of herself, that she's continued to be in the spotlight. I I actually do love the fact that she is an extremely well storyteller to bring in community mm-hmm. because I do see that when when we travel, when we look at humanity, mm-hmm. like people are desperate for a community. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that she's good at is that she's built this fan base that even finds friendship within each other like mm-hmm. oh you're a swifty i'm a swifty and now we have instant connection i think that's beautiful especially with the lack of humanity connection with ai and all the different things that are happening we're always on our phones that i can totally be like okay go taylor swift you are creating a space where humanity comes in goes to a concert and hangs out with each other and that's what she'll be remembered for too okay then I, that's fine. Then I will say go and I'll fist bump it and I will admire her for that. Yes. I think what's hard for me, the authentic part is, and this is totally my perspective. I like to say that. It's my perspective. All the Swifties are going to come after me. I feel it. Um, but I feel like the authentic part is she's girl next door, but then some of the things that she does, like on her shows, are like what you would see maybe at a Marilyn Manson concert or, you know, some other things where we're mm-hmm. like, at least Marilyn Manson and I know, like, hey, this is where you stand. This is who you are. Not saying I support that anyway. But 
then you have like the girl next door that's like, yay, we're going to have a little seance over here on stage. So like, you know, there's mm-hmm. just that like, and we could say that with culture. So you period. feel like that's inauthentic and Marilyn Manson is authentic? Yes. I don't, I don't understand how you can differentiate those two things. Because at least he's being authentically. <laughs> According to your definition of authenticity. Yeah. Like at yeah. least I, I don't feel like there's something hidden or there's a mm-hmm. hidden agenda. Mm-hmm. If I was to see Marilyn Manson's show mm-hmm. and maybe he's doing it for money. So, you know, we, this is all speculation for all of us because maybe he dresses like a you know a normal human on every other day and then he just does that for persona so maybe that's the Mm -hmm. case but all i'm saying is like as an artist if we just pull back and we just judge from that i'm like okay this is who marilyn manson is this is what he sings about this is what he stands for i don't yeah again but then here is like oh girl next door relatable but i'm just gonna slide in this little bit of stuff that's a little iffy that's what scares me a little bit. Yeah, I'm not saying, and just for clarity, <laughs> I'm not here supporting any of these this artists. Like the I completely yeah. embrace them. We're just talking about art and creativity yes, right that's now. that's all. That's all we're and trying talking to about. understand why they're having such an impact that they're having. Yeah. Um, so yeah, am, am I a fan of seances? No, <laughs> personally, I'm not. It doesn't resonate with me. I'm like, no, that's that's definitely on the dark side. Yeah. But when we com- when we compare it her to Marilyn Manson or Michael Jackson, I'm like, guys. They they have some pretty pretty dark things about them as well. Yeah. So, but I knew but about to put them. it in the category of authenticity. I'm like I don't I don't understand that. Yeah. We're assuming that that is their authenticity. Yeah. I hope not actually. But yeah, I, yeah like yeah. Marilyn Manson, Michael Jackson. Oh, they're authentic. Well, we don't know. I yeah. mean, we're we're very spectator. We're very much going. That's authenticity. And then when someone doesn't do that. That's inauthentic. We're, we're too, there's too much, there's not enough proximity to really know these no, things. No, I get that. And then there's a massive cultural narrative that perpetuates. So the thing around Taylor Swift, back to her, is like, she's, she's not authentic, she's fake, and all these things. I'm like, yeah, maybe. Maybe. But it doesn't mean they weren't either. Yeah. No, I get that. I just... So we can't, I guess we, it's hard to put everyone in the same category. Yeah. And that's, as creative and artists... We, ha- we have to work hard on some level to go, okay, in her own right or in his own right, whatever that is, let's, let's talk about it within that context. But when you start comparing to other contexts, it's what just happens in sports. NBA guys that are in the Hall of Fame are criticizing today's game. It's two different eras. You know, the question is, would LeBron beat Michael Jordan? We'll never know, first of all. No. <laughs> But my point is, we will never know, and yeah. we should just leave those conversations separate. Oh, man. And but I think so when fun. you talk about, you know, who's the goat, I mean, talk about all these things in the different world. It's like it's, it's so hard to go there. And so I think my perspective is, can we at least appreciate an artist or a creative in their own right Yeah. and not compare it? Now, the challenge with Taylor, she's so iconic right now, but we have to somewhat, for the integrity of art and creativity, we have to at least protect that. Yes. That value. I can do that. And same with other artists. But when we say she will never, she won't be remembered, that, that's not true. She can be so remembered. She might be more remembered than Michael Jackson. And you know why? Because she's alive in a day and age where technology is in her favor Michael Jackson never had. Yeah. So that's the other challenge. And so Michael Jackson for this generation doesn't resonate because he is from a different era obviously not alive anymore, so there's, there's nothing left. So the people that talk about Michael Jackson are the ones that were impacted by him when he was alive or experienced his music. This next generation is not thinking about Michael Jackson. They're thinking about their Taylor Swift. Now, will Taylor Swift over time kind of 
It's just a reality. I know it it's is. It's a reality I of get it. it. You too would in a day. Coldplay. Coldplay doesn't have the same thing anymore. Uh, they're still massive because of people in our 40s and 50s were like Coldplay was my band, man. That yeah. was that's what we grew up on. Or that's what inspired us. Um, so anyway, so I th- we have to so we have to protect artists. Yeah. For me, if, I feel like this conversation is about protecting artists in their own space and allowing them and, and celebrating what they're actually doing. And they will be, she will definitely be remembered. Man, I don't. <laughs> but let's say you like pop music. You would have a very I, different I opinion. actually do love pop music. I use it quite a you bit. You said earlier you don't. I don't love how like it's monotonous, but like as far as like teaching to it, there are some people that I will use mm-hmm. because I think that their sound is a little bit different. I mean, you could even put Bruno Mars, the beginning of Bruno Mars, into some pop music. Mm-hmm. He's genius. He walks on stage like there is a he's bringing something different and even reinventing himself into different like genres. Even um, you have somebody like John Batiste, who just won album of the year. Right. Um, and you have someone like that who is plays like a classical music song on his grand piano when mm-hmm. he performs and then has some kind of soul and funk. Mm-hmm. And it's just this genuine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like. I guess that's where I'm at. Like, what is it? And, and I'm, I'm, I'm posing this as a question more, like, because I'm really confused by it. <laughs> what is it when people listen? And I, I feel like this is going to be so many comments on this. But what, what is it when people listen to Taylor Swift that's like, does it move your soul? Like, does it? Or is it, is it more of a like, hey, you're my homie, more than it is like a, oh. What if it's all the above? I know. That's what I want to know. Yeah. We should interview a Swifty. All right. Yeah. I mean, the Swifties I know. It, it's moving them in a deep place. It is. Whether that's good or bad, that's a whole other conversation. But it definitely, like, I mean, when you have as many fans outside of a stadium as inside the stadium, it's definitely resonating. Yeah. This isn't just some intellectual experience. This is a deeply emotional experience. Wow. And that, that's, and she is hitting it. Now, she has reinvented herself. So we have to appreciate that, too. I do. She started out as country. Yes. That kind of evolved. And obviously, she's, and who knows where she's going to go from here? I don't know. Um, who knows? Yeah. I mean, but to, to say she's not creative or not authentic, um, I guess, I, I guess maybe hearing this conversation we've had yeah. for the last couple hours, I'm we're only capturing, <laughs> I know we're only the capturing moment, the nice 30, part. 40 minutes yes. of it, but I do really appreciate artists and creative. Now their motive, I will never know. Yeah. We don't know. We're not know. in their circle. I, just, yeah. I, I will never act like I know. Yeah. Unless I'm in a relationship with them. But what I do love is when artists are stretching their own creative boundaries. Yeah. For someone to do one genre and then work hard to do another genre, that is no easy task. No. Michael Jordan tried to do it. I mean, there's so yeah, there's so many stories, uh, failure yeah. stories and success stories. And I think for me, I really appreciate when someone has the courage to try it. Yeah. So most people criticize Michael Jordan for going out for baseball. I'm like... At least he tried it. All y'all is sitting in your house. No, they're talking, sitting there. You're yeah, doing nothing. Us, yeah. you're, you're in the same person you were 20, 30 years ago. At least someone is trying to elevate themselves to another space. Yeah. And that's where I want to just kind of, in a way, protect with, with different artists. And obviously, we're talking about Taylor. But I'm like, oh, we got we got to fight for that. And I have a high value. Garth Brooks is one of those. I grew up on Garth Brooks. He's from Oklahoma. Garth Brooks from Oklahoma. Come on. Garth, Garth Brooks. Reminds me so much nostalgia there for me. Yes, me too. And but he had worked hard. He got criticized heavily 
for moving in different directions of music. And then, you know, so I, I just have a high value for people that are fusing genres, trying new genres. I just, I just, I appreciate that. Yeah. And so that's what I see with her. And I do appreciate that. Yeah. No, if I were to, if I take my opinion out of everything, um, as far as the fact that storytelling is bringing people together should be a huge thing that we learn from. Um, because I feel like a lot of times we try to do statistics or facts of why something is good or not good. Mm -hmm. And yet the power of storytelling is bringing an entire globe mm -hmm. together to. In a time that's so polarizing. Yeah. So I think she, she is hitting the perfect convergence and moment in I human know. history. I get it. And it's, and that's like that, whether that's intentional or accidental, I think it's a lot of marketing, yeah. brilliant marketing, but I'm like, that's pretty powerful. It is. It's powerful. And it's something that we could learn from. I mean, totally learn from. she is making an impact, not just on music, but I mean, on obviously going to the NFL and all the things and going to games and, and the chiefs are probably loving the sales of tickets. And yeah. Oh, the NFL is, is having a heyday. The, the women viewership had jumped last. I saw like 35%. Holy that, was, cow. that was two weeks ago. Just to get a glimpse. Just, Yeah. So it's it's she is moving the needle in every I know, category. I know. So she is a culture. She, she is a she, culture. Whether we like it or not. I know. But I know. To, to deny that is inaccurate. No, she is, and that that's the state of where we're at right now. Yeah. You know, but I, the art. This discussion was around what will she be remembered for, mm -hmm. and trying to understand why, why? she'll be remembered. Yeah. And to me, it's really clear. And you, you've articulated it. Yeah. She's bringing humans together. She's bringing humans together. And she's together. telling a story that is resonating clearly in a time that's really dark, polarizing, confusing. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's something to be champ That's something to be celebrated. Yeah, and I do think that we have to be careful going back through everything because we were just we're just having an open discussion. But going back, I think it's we have to be really careful, especially in the church, not to us versus them. And mm -hmm. I see a lot of people like going against Taylor Swift uh, within the church. And mm -hmm. I'm like, she's still human. She's mm -hmm. still touching and reaching and she's making people feel that's one thing I will say um, when I look through all the articles and the interviews is that when a fan comes up that they feel seen. And I'm like, that's huge because mm -hmm. when we, how many of us have met different singers or people that we've looked up to mm -hmm. and they just kind of pass you by. Mm -hmm. So the fact that she's taking time out and actually seeing her people, like mm -hmm. that's, that I can admire and, and say, hey, we could all learn from that, yeah. that we're not so busy or not too popular mm -hmm. or not too, yeah, whatever, to actually see people mm -hmm. and to stop and pay attention to them. That's yeah. amazing. I, I think, you know, when we talk about whether someone's authentic or not, it's up for discussion. Yeah, that is. But she is definitely crushing it and leaving a mark on people, individuals yeah. and mass crowds. I mean, I'm talking about her. We're all, yeah, exactly. I mean, she, she's I become mean, the topic of conversation. Yeah. And so that's, 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 that's what we're talking about. She, yeah. She'll be remembered by how she made people feel. That's cool. Like, I'll remember that Coldplay concert for the rest of my life. I can still shut my eyes. I can put me back in Levi Stadium in San Francisco and could not believe what I was experiencing. And wow. I'm looking at my wife, I'm looking at one of my daughters and her friend, I'm like, what are we experiencing? This is unbelievable. Wow. And I'll remember how Coldplay made, made me feel in that moment. So that's, that's what we're talking about. She is making people feel a certain way. Yeah. And at least it's, at least there's some joy in it. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not morbid. 
It's not depressing. It's not all that. It's actually she's bringing joy to people. And when people are willing to spend $1,300, $2,000 on tickets to feel a certain way, it also speaks to the state of humanity. Like, wow, we are desperate. And that's, and I think that we recognize that. Yeah. No, that's, that actually is a huge point. I mean, like, people are coming to experience a, um, yeah, something that affects their spirit, their soul, their mind, everything. In an economy that's, you know, I mean, what is our economy right now? So inflated. I mean, there's so many things going on. Where money is a huge conversation. Yeah. It's fascinating that people will spend that much money when they don't know if they're going to make rent the next month. Yes. But it's, that's the state of humanity right now. And, and that's... As a devil's advocate, real quick, <laughs> there was a movie called Josie and the Pussycats a long time ago. It was a, it was a, it was a. What was it called? Josie and the Pussycats. It was actually. Oh, yes. Do you remember? It was like I never a, watched it, but I know. You're, okay, I, I yeah, it was a cartoon. It was also like a comic, right? Like so, all the mm-hmm. things. But they did this like it was not a great movie, but you know it's great. Um, but the the whole thing that stuck with me in that movie was that like. If everyone listened to the certain pop song, they all bought the same color. They all dressed the same way. And then the few people that, like, didn't listen to the song, they would, like, capture them and put them in a room until they, like, conformed to, like, the Mm -hmm. music. So my only encouragement is, is that I, like, love your music, whatever, but also, like, pull away and ask yourself, like, am I loving this? This is my encouragement for artists because Mm -hmm. am I loving it for because the masses are loving it? Or am I loving it because this actually speaks to my soul? Mm-hmm. And actually taking the time to figure that out, mm-hmm. because I feel like we don't do that a lot. We just mm-hmm. are like, this is what's trendy, so I'm going to buy this, or mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Instead of really sitting with our spirit, our music, what like what moves us, mm-hmm. and be okay if that is not Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I, my encouragement is. Yeah. That you can, you can live in 2023 and not be a Swifty, mm-hmm. and no one will cancel you. Or I hope they won't. We That's yet to be seen. <laughs> well, hey, this was a, a fascinating discussion. I'm yes. very curious um, what responses we will get. Yeah. And um, but that I think that wraps up this conversation okay. around the, what do we call this one? The Taylor Swift effect. Effect or, or why will we, re- we remember Taylor Swift? Yeah. Something along those lines. I so. love that. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Uh, don't forget. Uh, We love it when you leave some type of review, stars, that only helps. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this interesting conversation around an icon. An icon in culture. An icon that Shana hopes. No, I think you're in a different (laughs) spot now. I am in a different spot. But uh, but definitely an icon in our day and age. And I hope you enjoyed it. Have a great week. Thanks.